1: Friends, fans, and foes, it's now once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Before we get to the podcast, you know what you gotta do. Hit us up on all those social media outlets. On the Twitter, we are at TNWBot.Pod. Bot, t n w TNW.Pod. No. pod. Where? Wait. What are we on Twitter? TNWPod at Twitter.com. That's what we are. Sorry about that. I was going so I was doing so well. Um, we are also on the Twitter. No, we're on the Twitter. We're on the Facebook. Talking wrestling, talking wrestling at gmail.com. Um, we are on Instagram at talking wrestling podcast on Instagram. Uh, talking wrestling on Spotify and on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Favorable rating, stars five. Review good. We'll send you a postcard from the 80s of your favorite wrestler if we have it from 1984. If you don't have a wrestler from 84 that you like because you were born in 98, Google one. It might be available still. Uh, With that said, folks, we have got a great issue for you today. Uh, It's not your regular wrestling issue. Um, A long time ago when I used to listen to the Jim Rome show every day because I was obsessed with it, Uh, Every now and again, he would have an interview with someone who wasn't part of sports. Uh, This one time, he said something like, you know, folks, every now and again, it's great to have someone in the jungle that, uh, you know, is not a sports legend, but is a legend in their own right. And it's good to take a break from sports just to talk to other legends in other areas. So uh, with that, uh, in the jungle today... Vince Neil from Motley Crue. So, and he interviewed Vince Neil from Motley Crue, and I thought that was awesome. Uh, it was a total break from what the show usually is. It was all about sports, but now he's just talking to Vince Neil about all things Motley Crue. And so, inspired by Jim Rome, and tragedy, and mourning over the recent death of my rock god and guitar hero uh, Edward Van Halen. Uh, anybody who knows me knows how much I love with Van, uh, how much I love Van Halen, and how you know, you think I'm obsessed with wrestling. Uh, wrestling and Van Halen are on equal pars. Um, maybe Van Halen more. And uh, I was devastated at the loss of Eddie Van Halen, and uh, but I was overwhelmed and heartwarmed at all the tributes and 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 uh, everything that, has, that people have done to you know, um, just pay the respects towards Eddie Van Halen. And uh, with that said. Uh, my buddy said, are you going to do an Eddie Van Halen episode of Talking Wrestling? And I said, I think I'm going to. And uh, I invited him to join me. So today, uh, joining me on this uh, tribute to Eddie Van Halen special episode of Talking Wrestling uh, with me is uh, Sean LeBrun, uh, who's been on the show before. And we're going to go to Sean LeBrun right now. So take it away. With me at this time, folks, uh, from over six feet away in another studio, a uh, good friend of mine good friend of the program you heard him on here before all the way from iron prior wrestling enthusiast and van halen enthusiast sean Lebron, sean how are you and thank you for joining us under these very sad circumstances uh, i'm all right buddy i'm all right how are you doing how I'm, you holding up man it was rough it was a rough day i uh i pretty much I think I just like dealt with it and I put a couple things up on my page and then I just went back to bed and I didn't wake up till like seven o'clock at night. I was like, you know, and then, uh, it was like a birthday on Facebook, like over 200 people contacted me either through messaging or through liking or through calling. And it was, it was in, it was an insane day. Like uh
0: i had i had condolence messages all day too
1: (laughs) and it's like and people were like yeah like people that i have not heard from in 25 years are like i still think of you when i think of van halen i'm like i don't know who had the bigger impact on people (laughs) you know it's like you think of van halen you think of me
0: you know i was i was at the rink at our hometown rink Yesterday, and ran into a couple guys we went to school with, and they said they were texting each other saying, Somebody better reach out to Corbin and LeBron. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: And you know what? I, <laughs> and rightfully so. Uh, you know, when it, like my buddy Vince Averill uh, from We Watch Wrestling, he uh, just, te- I got a text, said, I'm sorry. And then I was like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what happened? And I was like, Oh, you don't know, and then I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Who died?" And then he's like, and then and then he's like, "Edward Van Halen," and but I knew it was Edward Van Halen before I typed it. Like, you only people. If Bret Hart died, I'm gonna get that text. If Eddie Van Halen dies, I'm gonna get that text. And, you know, yep. if certain people die, people are gonna contact me first, and. You know, and Eddie Van Halen is just one of those guys. So, immediately, I just, I said, thanks, man. And I, I kind of felt cool because I got the story out of L.A. before I saw it on TMZ. So, uh, I felt like a little hip and uh, and was devastated. Was absolutely devastated. And, like, you know, it was just a very sad day.
0: So, it was a very sad day. I uh, had a few, I had a few. I had a few to cope.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll leave
0: it at
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, and like, there's like, you know, I wish I could go down to like I was just I was so angry because of the stupid COVID. I wanted to get like I was I'd already thought about this like when this happens what I'm like like I'm like there's gonna be a flower memorial at at the Guitar Center. I knew that one hundred percent. Like it was like not even. It was a no-brainer. I was just like, where would you go? Because I don't know where he lives in the Hollywood Hills. I've been to his original house in Pasadena. Uh, I know where that is, so yeah. I assume flowers are dropped there. But other than the Guitar Center, where they were the first people to put their hands in the Rock Walk, uh, I don't know where else to go. The Whiskey Go-Go, maybe? The Troubadour. No, I was going to say. You know, places like that.
0: Because there is. You know all yeah, these yeah,
1: yeah. All, all these pap- people like, you know they were they were all there and uh, and these are all places they played. So I was just like I just I just thought it really sucked because I was upset because this time of year I'm going out west to tour and uh, and, and usually at the end of every tour I go down to L. A. for a couple of weeks and now I can't even go down to L. A. and I can't no, pay you my can't. respects. And I won't be able to do it for probably another year, so oh well, it's, well it's, you're doing
0: you know, you're doing this show though, buddy.
1: You know, at least this time uh, I, can, I can I can I can like, when it when I do get down, I will be able to go to his grave site. I hope and pay my respects there. So you know, which would not be doing a rail of coke off the top of the tombstone or anything like that. It would be totally respectful. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe uh, of course, maybe chug a bottle of. Sparkling Loon Red Wine from Seven Eleven that he loves so much.
0: So, yeah, like there was, a, you know, like that the so two thousand, the two thousand and two to two thousand
1: four uh, wine phase, <laughs> like where yeah. before he got his teeth, before he got, before he found a girl that was that fixed him all up and got him all like, kudos to Janie Van Halen, to like taking the oh. the mess that he was in two thousand four. <laughs> And turning him into <laughs> pulling out his own
0: teeth,
1: dude. Every every everything, <laughs> the guy looked like at one point yeah. they looked like he looked like Gandalf, and there was another time he where, he, like, do you remember when he went on Howard Stern and he was like, "I cured cancer," and he was like, "What are you talking?" Yeah. Howard Stern was like, "You can't you he so he's been fighting the cancer since then, since like for twenty years he's been
0: like." He's been fighting yeah. cancer, and he's been he's been going to Germany for these for uh, well, what would you call it? experimental throat scraping. Experimental, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Throat yeah.
1: scraping is what they were doing. They were scraping the like the cancer barnacle. I'm not a doctor, but I don't think cancer has barnacles. But that's what I would compare them to. <laughs> like the fucking barnacles yeah. on a boat you, that you get from sea, you gotta scrape them off. And I think that's what yeah. they were doing. And, uh, yeah, so oh, for a long time, like, you look, now you think about he had to deal with that cancer in 2004. No wonder he was a mess. Uh, by the time he got his life together 2007, you know, he needed Wolfgang to be there for him. And I have no problem with him booting out Michael Anthony to bring your son in. And, it, and like, I'm like, look it. That's the greatest dad in the world, right there.
0: That would be every dad's dream. You, you think you think every dad's dream, and to have a kid that talented to be able to do that,
1: dude. Exactly. Most Van Halen fans are saying, the ones that aren't fighting Wolfie every day on Twitter. Most of the common sense Van Halen fans are saying Wolfie could slide in the guitar, and they could do like a a special show where they have them all together, everybody together, Dave, Sammy fucking
0: M- Could I have mikey all three fucking singers man yeah they
1: have all three singers they have they have wolfie on guitar you know and they just do out one last show and yeah and you know what and like they I get good but the fact that they were gearing towards doing that like the dream show that i talked about forever was if they do a tour where they bring back both singers and they alternate yes. songs, two songs, three songs or whatever. And they just leave the stage. One has one side, of the- and they just come and go like COVID. Don't touch. Don't go near each other. <laughs> just keep David and Sammy yeah. away from each other.
0: One stage left, yeah. one stage right. Exactly. That's
1: and that's it. And then and then make sure they never actually they only have to come out in the end and sing jump. But Yeah. Have Wolfgang yeah, yeah. have Wolfgang open up and his with his album. Because his album, because of COVID, you couldn't. They couldn't release it. So
0: well, we have... it, it took a long time too, and now we're figuring out why, right? Oh, exactly. Like he was dealing going with his... double duty. Yes, exactly. Dealing, dealing with his father, right? I know. They tried to keep it hush hush, but now it's coming out. That a lot of, like, a, it, it wasn't a well protected secret in those in those circles, but me and you. Yeah, you know,
1: like well, we knew about it, but it's like, but Roth talked about it in code, and now, and how
0: Roth talks about everything in a riddle, right? When
1: yes, and it's like, even Sammy is talking, starting a riddle. Sammy, okay, Sammy played uh, Cabo last night on his birthday. He went in the afternoon. He surprised a restaurant full of people, all socially distanced and wearing masks. Well, well, not while they are eating, but anyways. And he went in and he played an acoustic set, and he said, uh, "When's the last time you done something for the first time?" No, is that what? It, When's the last time you done something for the first time? And I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. And I was like, "That's
0: a Roth quote." That's a Roth lyric
1: from uh, Yeah, the Trouble a Roth with Never.
0: Lyric. The Trouble with Never. Yeah, right? exactly. And he's been saying that forever, actually. Like he, that's that's part of his stage jargon too, in that. Yeah. So, so I'm use. just. I yeah.
1: just find it weird that all of a sudden Sammy is is using it because he said it a couple times over social media the last couple days. So that's kind of weird because it I, was, is weird. I was like, why is he saying that? And I wonder if it's, uh. but the fact is they were all going to do that tour together and the money, yeah, no. and that is a stadium tour. That is a stadium tour. So I could, I could see how the Foo fighters and, we're
0: lining up, and yeah, like, Roth was dropping Metallica, Guns and Roses, and The Foos, right? And yeah,
1: and exactly, and like all those bands respect Van Halen, and that's what I love is oh, the yeah. respect for Van Halen. Like, like you know, like uh, all my other things that I love, they get fucking made fun of. The Buffalo Bills, you know, we're, we were we're four and zero. We were four and all this year, but we're still zero and four. Um, you know, the New York <laughs> Highlanders have you been beat, good since You beat my Rams, man. Oh, it's just, oh, man. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, you look at a guy like on the Rams, Robert Woods, he was on the Bills for, like, forever, and he was never good, and now he's the Rams' top receiver. <laughs> like, how does that happen? So, so anyway, it's just, um, you know, it's just, but, but you see all the respect coming out for Eddie Van Halen. It was really heartwarming. Like the fact that Toronto put up the fucking picture of Eddie doing a flying Eddie yeah. on their
0: marquee, I was Man, like, anybody who's ever picked up a guitar since nineteen eighty, Casey, like well, you know what I mean. So, so these big huge bands, but Slash is a blues player, but of course he respected Eddie. Of course, like Van Halen was hit. They were they were cool, even if you didn't sound like Van Halen, that you wanted to be cool like Van Halen. You know what I mean? Oh yeah,
1: there was. There was no doubt about it. Van Halen, I've always said this, Van Halen is one of the most influential American rock bands of all time.
0: They are... Not just not just music, though. Image.
1: Everything. The 80s. Everything.
0: In the like, way, it, just the way... Brandy. They crossed over. Like, Fast Times and Ridgemont High, they crossed over into so many things.
1: Yeah, well, they were such a... you. you huge part of pop culture of the 80s and of of the 70s, you know. Um, It wasn't, you know, the funniest thing about Eddie Van Halen is, is, okay, so most parents did not like the posters of the rock stars that the kids our age put on their wall. They didn't like Iron Maiden, and they didn't like Motley Crue, and they didn't like Judas Priest. But you know who my mom loved? Eddie Van Halen. Because my mom's favorite show was one day at a time. We also, we always watch one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. And my mom just thought Eddie Van Halen, Valerie Burtonelli, she knew they were married, so she always liked Eddie <laughs> Van Halen cuz she's always liked Valerie Burtonelli. So it's like, yeah, it's a so when I turned 18 and my mom gets me Van Halen tickets to see them in Montreal, that's a, <laughs> that's like the best thing ever. You know, cuz she she loves Eddie Van Halen too. So that you know, from
0: Love A Criminal Knowledge tour with uh, Alison Chains.
1: That was the first time I saw Van Halen. Uh, Steve Dolan, Mike Brzoszky, myself, and Billy McClymont took the bus tour down, and took uh, me and
0: Jason Lamore took the Big
1: Man Traffic tours down. Yeah, yeah, we, we we yeah we took it down too. Yeah, yeah, from uh, from yeah, Ottawa, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I remember I I was I was not an Allison an Allison Chains fan, and I remember. Uh, booing them and being like is- <laughs> I did not want to oh, see I just was man. so I just wanted Van Halen <laughs> and now a- in hindsight I regret booing Alice in Chains I'm very lucky to have seen <laughs> Alice in Chains with Laney. Exactly uh you know and uh and and that's a- and and the thing that like and that's another thing too about Van Halen was making him so great was like Okay, I always say, like, when I talk about the influence Van Halen had, is Van Halen... Yep. They Okay, so hair metal spawned out of Van Halen. Because every guitarist wanted to be like Eddie Van Halen. They wanted to have a good-looking guitar and a good-looking look that they could be defined on. And every yep. band tried to have four characters, like the Beatles, or like Kiss, or like Van Halen. And, and every lead singer yep. tried to be David Lee Roth. So you know, like, you got it. and and every every base, you know, like Michael Anthony had his thing. Alex was a drummer, like a rock god. Uh, you know, he had the gong on fire, which was very Zeppelin esque. Like Van, Van if Aerosmith is the Stones of America, Van Halen is the Led Zeppelin of America. Like they, I,
0: I totally agree with that. You know,
1: they are America's Led Zeppelin. Uh, I'll take Van Halen any day over Zeppelin, although I love Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I know that is a debate for another time, but, you know, live, Eddie, you said it a million times, Jimmy Page plays like he's got a broken broken arm on stage.
0: He plays like he has a broken hand. That's right. He's yeah. sloppy and plays like he has a broken hand. Yeah. And but Robert Plant, Robert Plant can out-think Dave, but Dave's the, the best front man ever.
1: Oh, no, Robert the, Plant, Plant is... Worked, no.
0: Everything worked together with the four of them. Everything fit in. Like, Mikey, he was, he kept everything together. He was the solid. The He's, solid the baseline, He's the, the backbone. Solid. Without him, it would be a mess. Yeah. You know and the I mean? vocals, like, the harmonies. Yeah. And that's what it... So, Van Halen with me in the summer, I think about Van Halen in the summer. It's the Beach Boys and Van Halen. And it's those high harmonies that get me every time when the sun's out and that. Soaked in California. I love that, man.
1: I like, honest to God, um, like, Summer Nights is one of my favorite yeah. Van Halen songs that I've never heard live. I've always prayed that they would do it live. And they've never done it live that I've seen, uh, except for on the 5150 tour. And Sammy has yeah, not done a, it live. A, yeah. Sammy's not done it live in forever either. Um, or a song like 5150, another great song. Like, like I don't... Like, I know people will argue about their eras, but I got mad at some guy who said I'll be going home and listening to Van Halen tonight, and then he hashtagged it Dave Only, and I fucking got upset. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck off with that shit." I was like, "You know what? For one day of the can one day can the yeah. Dave Sammy argument just stop and grow and, up and,
0: and get a life." We- like, with me, with the two of them, you know how they say music's the soundtrack of your life, right? Yeah. Like, you remember where you were. So, my, my high school is Sammy, and my hanging out at the beach in my neighborhood um, when I was younger is Dave, and that's how I totally think about it. Yeah, I think it's, about it. You, it, you know I, what I mean?
1: I think about Van Halen like this. Uh, David Lee Roth was Hulk Hogan, and Sammy Hagar is Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> they're both great. Yeah. They're totally different, but they're both at the top of their game. You know, yeah. like like That's, people don't people okay, so difference is like the pluses on Sammy's side is the albums were longer. The albums were with Sammy Hagar went from 45 to 53 minutes each one. The average album yeah. with Dave is a half an hour. That's it. So, I just feel like with Sammy, it's like okay, maybe Sammy's got more shitty songs, but take two shitty songs off each album, and those albums, they compete with the Dave
0: era. Uh, man, Fifty One Fifty is is arguably
1: next on. to next to Van Halen One. Fifty One Fifty is my favorite album. I think um, I just I put it ahead of '84 because '84 was great. And eighty four had the monster hits, and eighty four is a perfect album, but because fifty one fifty had to follow it, and because it was a new sound that they were bringing, the fact yep. that fifty one fifty went number one like that, and the fact that it's so good and it has so many good tracks, the only song I don't like on it is the inside, but other than that, yeah, it's well, but that's just a them lot, fucking around.
0: There's right. a lot of curiosity too with fifty one fifty that drew people in, but in order to keep them there it had to be a good fucking album, right?
1: Oh. They're yes. not gonna
0: stick around just for the oh, there's a new singer. Let let let's give it a listen and it sucks. So guess what? You don't get me for OU Eight One Two and you don't get me for unlock in- for, in- for knowledge. You don't you don't get me back. But so they had to hook you. And they did. They hooked you. It was a masterpiece, man.
1: They did and they were and you know, and then they followed it up with OU eight one two, obviously. Uh, um, and, and, and where they headlined the only American Monsters of Rock tour to ever go through America, uh, Van Halen headline, And what a lineup that was, like, you know, talking about having to follow bands, like, you have to follow the Scorpions and Metallica, you know. And
0: Young Metallica, Young Hungry Metallica.
1: Exactly, and that's how I love, so Metallica never got to tour with the 80s, uh, Van Halen, you know, they get the tour with the like the, the Sammy Hager era, but you know what yeah. Metallica is cool with that, you know, like they're cool yeah, with Sammy and they're, like
0: their Montrose guys.
1: Well, they also have a connection too, cuz yeah, again yeah, cuz Sammy is a a San Francisco guy and so is Montrose, I think, and so is Metallica. So they all sort of like Sammy might be the link between the Grateful Dead and Metallica, you know. Yeah, that's good. That's Cause, good. Because Sammy hangs out with Bob Weir of of the dad and he was friends with Jerry Garcia, yeah, I know. and he also hangs out with James Hetfield. And you know, like I have, uh, I have an, I have an, a, a, a a shirt. It's a "Acoustic for a Cure," and it's Sammy Hager and James Hetfield is on the, and then uh, Joe Satriani, Jerry Cantrell, uh, oh, the, the Adam Sandler. It's like the 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 lineup is stacked, so it's uh, it's amazing. Um, what was the first album that got you into Van Halen?
0: Probably, it had to be Fair Warning, and Fair Warning is my favorite. And now, this isn't when Fair Warning came out; it would be later on. Um, but one of my neighbors again had it from his older brother. That's, and uh, yes. he had it, and I listened to it. And um, what's up? Hello.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm still listening.
0: Okay. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I thought. I thought. <laughs> I, I thought. I thought. So,
1: I thought uh, your kid said something in the background. So okay. No,
0: no, no. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so that's. That's the one that got me hooked. Like, 1984, of course, everybody our age, it, it was awesome. I remember getting it from the library and bringing it home, the album. Yeah. It was really made my favorite band, and it was Unchained.
1: That's fucking great. Uh, um, Unchained made the- That's awesome. Yeah, Unchained is just, well, uh, there was that moment uh, that we, I told, I wrote, and I, I think... Uh, I told this to Stack earlier, like last week. Um, I said one time, uh, Canada Day, LeBron and I were at uh, Van Halen. Yeah. And I said we were tired because it was a long day. So we were yeah. crouching down, catching our breath <laughs> yeah. and during the Eddie guitar solo. And we'd, we'd seen the For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge Tour. not that where every guitar solo went in and he really got me. So we figured yeah. it would be a very similar thing. And then all of a sudden, where we expected to hear, yeah, we didn't. We heard Unchained, where yep. you and I looked each other. We like,
0: holy fuck! <laughs> and then we both <laughs> just, just like jumped up at <laughs> that point, jumping around. Oh yeah, jumping around, squealing like. You know, I remember that. I remember that so. well. Like that I, was that was such a fun trip.
1: Everybody was standing around us, but like you, like it was just that moment where we're both like. Just catching some breath. And then they <laughs> talked about 100% revived. It was just yeah, like... The ex- 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 do, 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 first note of
0: that drop D,
1: for sure. Oh, yeah. my God. And also, I will say, my second Unchained memory, uh, when 2012 tour, when they were playing Toronto, um, I spent 800 and some dollars on the VIP package. And yeah. uh, I got a second front row center like second row center uh to the stage so i had to look up all night which was shitty because i was so close (laughs) to the stage i could barely see al but um when they opened with unchained i lost my mind and just (laughs) something about seeing dave walk out and like i still think in 2012 dave dave's voice was still good and um like 2007 you watched this some of the 2007 shows his voice, yes, was great. His voice was great on that to tour. I went to
0: Calgary. I went to Calgary for that tour, actually. Fuck
1: you. I went to Calgary for that show, too.
0: You're right. Um, and you know what? I was so excited. Even if it wasn't, it was in my brain.
1: How do you... Wait, not wait, how did, how, didn't, We didn't run into each other in Calgary, did we? No, we
0: didn't know until... I didn't know until after. I saw you at the Legion for one of your shows. After I said, I went to Calgary to Kelly's house. And we went and saw... Yeah. And uh, we took the sea train down and everything. And you're like, I was there. I'm just like, well, uh, you're not going to text me to say, are you in Calgary? No, because I'm not going to text you to say, are you in Calgary? <laughs> but we were both there. Yes.
1: Yeah, because I what I do is is um what I do is whenever Van Halen's tour would come out or they'd announce the tour, I look at the dates. I'm like, how many of these shows can I go to, and how many of these show and like. So, is, so what I would do is I would book a comedy tour around of course. their tour. So I would be in uh, – <laughs> so so basically what happened with the Calgary thing was I did the Calgary show. So I went to the Calgary show. Okay. I, I flew into Calgary the day of the show. I got yep. in around five, like, like 3 o'clock. I checked into the Blackfoot Hotel. That's where the comedy club is, and that's my – I practically – I've probably lived at least two years of my life in that hotel. Um, okay. I will be th- and I will be there next week, headlining uh, the Laugh Shop for all you listening. Um, so, with that said, the Blackfoot Hotel. I I stay there. I check in. I immediately go down to the stadium. Uh, I get down there around seven o'clock, and I start looking for scalpers. There are no scalpers scalping tickets in Calgary. It's very hard to find them, and I found one guy who had two extra tickets. Who somebody flaked out on him, and he said,
0: "I'll sell." Oh, and dude. it was just a dude, just a dude. Yeah,
1: just a dude, and he goes, he goes, "I'll sell you these." <laughs> he goes, "I'll sell you these two tickets for half the price. Like I'll give you two for one. It's like uh, there's two of them. Uh, give me a hundred dollars, and they were like hundred dollar seats. And he, and he goes, he goes, don't. I'm not trying to screw you. He's like, I'm gonna be with you, beside you, with my wife and me. And I'm like, okay. So he brings back a guy. I have. They're yeah. all crouched in in one, one seat, one seat. I have two seats, and I'm doing one hitters the whole show. You know, you know like, so <laughs> he, he didn't know he hired, he brought in some fucking pothead that was going to smoke weed the whole show <laughs> and dance the whole show and, like, dance the night away and sing every fucking song. I was probably that guy's nightmare. At the top of your lungs. Too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not
0: annoying at all, but. Not, and it's like, and this is 2007 <laughs> not annoying at all.
1: Not 2000. This is 2007. I have not sang those Dave songs out loud ever. You know, like, oh, <laughs> exactly. So good. Yep. It's like, it feels so good to sing these yep. out loud. Oh, man. Yeah. Then that 2000. So that was it great. Was, uh, and then the next night, I went up to Edmonton to do a show or north of Edmonton. And then the next night, I went to the Edmonton show. So that was that. And then that was, and then so I've seen them in Edmonton, Calgary. Uh, Vancouver, uh, Ottawa, Montreal, Buffalo, Syracuse, Toronto, London, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I think eighteen times Van Halen, and that's not including David Lee Ross shows and Sammy Hagar shows. Because with those added on, we're up over yeah. twenty five. So
0: I think I think uh, my second concert ever would have, would have been Ross. The
1: nineteen eighty eight.
0: Yeah, Ross and Poison.
1: God damn it, your parents are awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my first one was uh, Iron Maiden. With Twisted sister. sister. I don't even want to yes, talk about it. my mom took me. <laughs> I was not allowed. <laughs> my mom took me and my sister, and she's in like grade and She fell asleep during Iron Maiden.
1: Oh, my God. I wanted to go to see that show so bad Scott Fabian went. And uh, <laughs> he, he was the only guy I knew that went. Because they were in grade 7 for that show. But when the, with the, when the Van Halen... David Lee Roth show came. I mean, David Lee Roth came in. Uh, I was that was the summer of grade nine, in between grade nine and ten, and I was working at Didac, and I just drove out the morning, and they said, "Why aren't you coming in for your night shift?" I said, "Oh, I can't. I gotta go see David Lee Roth," and they're like, <laughs> "They're like, it doesn't work like that," and I'm like, "So, so you don't back- want me to work today?" And they're like, "No."
0: I was like, "Okay, I won't be here tonight." <laughs> So, so <laughs> you yeah. just thought everybody would understand. Well, David Lee Ross in town. I can't, I can't come to work, man. Exactly,
1: exactly. Don't, don't blame me. So, so that was uh, that was the 1988, uh, 1988, uh, uh, July tenth. Uh, that was that was my first concert as well, um, and that was amazing. Unfortunately, nobody did not see Van Halen until ninety one. The first time, and then again in ninety two. Uh, I don't have the T shirts from my ninety one tour. I don't know where they went and the 92 tour uh, I only bought two shirts. no I bought three shirts I have one at, and two and they're both in rough shape but I found the second one in a classic vintage store and I bought yeah. it, and I bought it even though it was smaller and so it's So that was, that was that was right here right now, right? That was the right here so, right now tour.
0: So I have the one with the so- and Barry was that right here right now? I yes. know it was just a, a show they put on because fucking Alex lived in the neighborhood. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was uh
1: that was the third show of the tour uh, they would do a, a Texas a free show in Texas on that tour as well. Um yeah, they would uh it was a, just a summer tour. They played Darien Lake like two nights after we saw them in, in uh, okay. Barry so yeah yeah and and vince neal opened for him opened for them on the entire tour Um uh, so that was really yeah cool. vince
0: neal we had then you know, we had uh since it was canada Day. we had like kim mitchell
1: kim mitchell um, and uh Aladdin miles la- the jayhawks and the jayhawks yeah but slick toxic was on another stage too uh like toxic, oh yeah yeah I think, yeah uh, i think uh maybe sven golly
0: was they there as well Oh, one of them, right? Like Harem Scaremers. Yeah. You know, Harem Scarem,
1: Harem Scarem was there. Yes. Yeah. Um. So then, the third time I saw Van Halen would have been uh, on the tour, the Balance Tour, the Montreal show, which you were at. I was at because I, I ran into you. I ran into you that night because I think uh, were you Tanya McGregor was, was with you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember Tanya McGregor being there, so I ran into I you. I
0: think text disappeared that night. I didn't even know uh, he was with you that night. Yeah, uh, but he was in general, and then he was gone. So so there was that
1: show, Collective Soul, pl- opened up for them in Montreal. And yep. then the uh, the auto- I did the Toronto show, and then I worked backstage and saw the Ottawa show in, uh, in uh, later on that summer, 95, on the balance tour. Yeah,
0: it got, it got added,
1: yep. With Our Lady Peace uh, was great. And then um
0: Yes, and the Toronto show before that's the pay per view.
1: Yes. And I they saw that, that is, I, I saw that girl with the Van Halen bra and the big boobs. I saw her. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Yeah. She was there on both nights, I think. And Billy McLean and I were over at
0: my house watching that pay per view to tell you the truth. That's
1: such a good pay per view. And it's and right now, uh on Torrance and Taggart's uh podcast, Jeremy Taggart is telling his stories of that Van Halen tour. Um, Little Al. Yeah. Little, Little Al. Al. So he's yeah. got a lot of great stories about that. And, um, yeah, even Bill Burr, uh, his Monday morning podcast, he was talking about Van Halen and Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live did a great tribute for him. Jack White played a Wolfgang as yep. well as did some tapping at a very special part where you knew it was like that was for Eddie. And then Bill Burr was wearing a Van Halen shirt that I have. And said, uh, "Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen." And in between it, they played a clip of Eddie. And the funny thing about Eddie and Silent Live, he's never the Van Halen has never been a band on Night Live.
0: No, it's was just Ed, well, Ed was with Val, right? Valerie
1: Bertinelli hosted in 1999.
0: hosted. Yes. Yep. And they did. And he played with the band, and he did a skit. Yes. The evening with the Van Halens.
1: Evening with the or dinner with the Van Halens, I believe. Dinner wanted it to. And, it was, and uh, basically, the idea behind the sketch was Dana Carvey, Dennis Miller, and Kevin Nealon were all roadies
0: for Van Halen. Yes, yes, yes. They had people over. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, they have they're...
1: people over, and they're like, and Eddie would drop a <laughs> fork, and they're like, we got a yeah. fork down. And Dana Carvey would run across <laughs> and like, put it up and blow it off and like polish it. And yep. Eddie could not act. Uh, Eddie was just laughing through the sketch. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> which is awesome but but him and GE Smith when they played that song I, I think it the song is called like they refer to it as a stomping eight or Stompin' GH or stomping 8h I think I think it has to something to do with maybe the studio number but um
0: okay yeah
1: but anyways they always show that clip like the bah, 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 where Eddie's doing like the fucking jumping jacks and GE Smith yeah. is just you know grinding because like
0: I'm sure there was yeah. a, a mutual. bad. Yuppie, yuppie Eddie too. And and the Eddie Eddie
1: was a big Hall and Oates fan, so you know I he would. So you know he would have been excited to play with G. Smith because G. Smith is the guitarist for Hall and Oates. Um, so yeah.
0: well, it would have been ass, Hall to join Van Halen,
1: right? That, can you believe that? Yeah. I was like, I know. It's like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How funny
1: would that have been Oh my god It's like Yeah It's like some of the people He wanted to join Van Halen is like Patty, Patty hey, if, if you
0: take their Hall You gotta fuck Oats has to come Oh yeah, yeah. Oats has to come
1: Yeah All of a sudden Van Halen songs Have an excessive amount Of clapping in them <laughs> Like a lot of You know It's like Panama we're yeah, running. they're opening,
0: <laughs> opening with Man Eater and stuff. Oh,
1: they're Like Van Halen's new song, Man Eater sounds so awesome. And like, no it doesn't? No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh shit. So after the Balance tour, uh, Van Halen would enter that time. You know, I was I was really excited to where Van Halen was going because, um, uh, like. Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do, that song by Sammy Hagar, it was a very darker Van Halen, and it was a yep. grungier. And then when you hear Humans Being and how that fucking song is grungy and rocks, yeah, uh, it's, like, it's like, if this is the direction they're going, I am 100% for it. And then I mean. Van Halen 3 comes out, and it's nowhere near the direction you thought
0: you <laughs> were going. Well, you got Without You, and then a bunch of, like, a different band playing.
1: Well, I personally... Okay, without you, I loved. Uh, I love that. Song. I, I love Josephina. Um, I'm not saying the
0: other songs are bad, but I'm saying they they're don't, not. They're not Van, they It's, it's, it's they not Van Halen
1: album. If yeah, if, they
0: don't mash up with without you. Without you, could have been on 5150.
1: I made a joke one time. I said, uh, "I believe what Eddie how Eddie got the throat cancer and tongue cancer was because." Um, he sang on Van Halen three, <laughs> and that was just a bad idea. He was not a good singer. I don't. How many say I is my you least? He sounded favorite. like
0: he already. How many had say I that.
1: is my least favorite song of Van Halen? And and I thought so. This is God's version of like. All right, I heard the song Eddie, and your punishment is throw cancer now if you oh you, see
0: i would have put it the other way around and he goes oh because you've you you been uh, you've been undiagnosed with throat cancer for a while that's why you sound like that on that
1: song oh my god i didn't even look at it that way and then i thought god <laughs> yeah. would be like maybe if, that
0: saved. maybe that gave him years right well
1: and then i thought god's like <laughs> his second warning is fair warning as well uh he said now heed i go forward and i give you fair warning however uh he said uh he says, if you if you sing another song to go with the throat cancer, I will give you arthritis in your fingers and you won't be able to play piano or guitar. I didn't know this, but at the end of, in the last five years, Eddie has had operations on his hands because of arthritis. I was like, holy fuck. I did not mean to manifest that, but I did not know that he... So again, for him to go out, he's got cancer, and then to go out and play... How difficult is it to play with if you have arthritis and you can't, like, seriously, uh, think yeah. about it. When I think about no, the I know balance tour and how, like, he was on the hip, like, he was on the painkillers because of the hip, and Alex was wearing a fucking a- a neck brace. And <laughs> that like, fucking
0: neck brace, like, the whole tour, too. Yeah,
1: I was like, there, I there was, was like. That
0: wasn't a one or two week thing. Oh. Like, he fucking wore that every, every clip I see he's wearing that.
1: The balance tour I'll always remember the most just because the ambulance tour, the ambulance, the tour. ambulance tour, and and just the experience that I had like the, the paying eight hundred dollars for a backstage tour, um in 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 two thousand twelve did not compare with me from being backstage from seven thirty in the morning till two thirty in the morning, of a Van Halen show.
0: I Like I've been so when lucky. you were working, I, I think we I went worked. through this last time. That I know, I think we went through this last time that I was on. That oh. that's nuts, and and the fact, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The manager wanted to beat, yeah,
1: yeah. Bob diets. <laughs> he he threat He threatened to beat the shit out of me, and he called me a fat fuck.
0: If you come back, if you come back, yeah. Eddie said, "Come back after I sign Well, I'll and, you and I had to, I had to
1: send someone else to go get it, to go get it signed. And he was like, and he can, and he was like, "Who do we get to sign it?" I'm like, "The guy in the fucking picture. Just match the picture <laughs> to the face. Go get it. Like, duh." I got to ask the dumbest person ever to go get his autograph.
0: I'm looking at the autograph right now. Yeah, it's on Yeah, but Casey, Casey, fucking, you would that would have been gas attendant shirt Eddie too. His name was on his chest. Oh,
1: it, fucking! It was, <laughs> it
0: and you know was. what's funny is
1: he's wearing. Okay, so in the picture he's wearing the gas shirt at ten. And again, I bought that shirt. And I cut the arms off immediately. Just like, I yeah. bought an orange one too. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, so I bought the one. But then when I when I when I bought like when I framed the picture with along with the ticket stubs that I had because I had five ticket stubs and a backstage pass, so it was like yeah. three on each side. I was like, oh. I took the patches off the shirt, and I put the VH on top and Eddie on the bottom, so this thing now is like worth lots of money, um, because <laughs> it's a authentic autograph signature from Eddie Van Halen from '95, and yep. it's and now tickets. There's a market for ticket stubs, and backstage passes that fans are looking to collect and will buy. So for sure. So now this one. So this is a a, a custom framed. Velvet plush background, double-edged Van Halen pitcher signed by Eddie via '95 with the patches from the shirt that he, it, it sounds like with the patches from the shirt that he's wearing, they're not. They're from it does. It would, right? But it looks like those are the patches from the shirt. And then, yeah, and until you
0: until you just fucking said it right now, there would be no way of knowing. Hey, was, no
1: way of knowing. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I was told those patches are from his shirt. And then uh, the t- the stubs are from all the concerts like for up uh, like uh, that we've already talked about. So yep. you know, it's just awesome. Like when it all went down, I just put a candle on a shelf and people are like, Oh my god, he built the shrine. No, it had already existed. <laughs> <I> already had...
0: <laughs> my wife said that. You sent me pictures that I showed surely... you, Casey built the shrine? <laughs> No, that's just his fucking house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just his house, man. First,
1: every day. <laughs> first, um, first album I bought was ou Eight One Two. I bought it on the same day I bought Appetite for Destruction. Uh, and then I, I used to buy two tapes a week or whatever, and uh, within I think like, four weeks, I'd bought all the Van Halen tapes. Uh, oh, because I'd I I had eighty four. My brother had it. Um, yep. Norman Giroux made me a copy of 5150, so I had a bootleg 5150. And then I had that uh, – and then I bought OU-812. So then once I did that, I went back, bought 1 and 2 together, Women and Children, Fair Warning together. Uh, and then I bought you know 5150 and uh, Diver Down together, and now I had all of them. And they just became my favorite brand instantly. And
0: uh, uh, that's uh, what I did when I went backwards. That's what I mean. So, yeah, because once you hear. Yes. But when you go back, it's like, oh, my God, they were so much better.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the way I decide to, to describe it, the classic era of VH, the first VH from 78 to 84 is the greatest era of rock and roll outside the Beatles. The Beatles had a, yeah. a short span as well. Right. But you look at the albums yeah. and the hits and everything that they did, all one within six that span. Six
0: years, right? Sorry? Six albums, six years. Put six out.
1: albums, six years, one album a year, all of them with hits. It was like every – that's why I get when people say, I think of summer when I think of Van Halen, because every year an yeah. new album came out, and every year was a yeah. new summer of Van Halen and, hits, of Van Halen hits, of Van Halen hits.
0: You know, and, and – it's so true, man. It's like, what do you, what do you listen when I go out? When I go outside, sit, sit at the water. When I'm at the cottage, what? I, I got, I got a summer playlist. It's mostly just Beach Boys, and Van Hill. That's oh yeah, it. I put them on the same level, man. Yeah, you know? they are.
1: Those harmonies are on the same level. Actually, the last time I went and saw Dave in the Vegas shows, uh, he puts on a lay for California Girls, and he'll put on a ball cap and he looks like the lead singer of the Beach Boys. He
0: looks like my glove. Yeah, he looks like my glove. (laughs) So then he's going around,
1: and he knows he does. Like, look at the picture I put of Daily Raw for his birthday. He looks like my glove in that picture. (laughs) Yeah. On my Instagram. Check it out, folks. So, you know, uh, what's your favorite? So that first album, can you imagine, like, again, and you know, you want to talk about Van Halen's influence in society and things like that. We're talking about we talk about, you know, your Fast Times Regima High. They wanted Eddie Van Halen and Van Halen to do the theme song. Oddly enough, yeah. Van Halen was busy and who did the theme song? Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Um, so but then yeah. And, the ne- next and next movie and, and, was The Wildlife that was sort of a it was a affiliated with Fast Times and yes, Alex and I Eddie mean did. Eddie Van Halen did the entire uh, musical score to that yep. movie, The Wildlife.
0: Um, yeah, and then there's a there's the third that's affiliated that came out recently, and it's called Everybody Wants Some.
1: Well, yeah. So there's that movie Everybody Wants Some, but also in a John in a uh, there was a John um, Cusack movie, I think, One Crazy Summer, where the Eminem or a pancake or something or a burger comes alive and plays Panama. Oh yes. Remember yeah. that? That was in a movie? Yep. Of course, The Wedding Singer. Take off my yep, oh, look, look, okay. Adam Sandler. Every movie Adam Sandler has has Van Halen in it.
0: That's yep. it. And it's getting it's not even he doesn't even apologize anymore. Dude, no, like that's my four. boy. Is my favorite Adam Sandler <laughs> movie because of the amount of Van Halen
1: <laughs> in the movie.
0: Me and, me and me and my youngest just watched it uh honestly about a month ago, man. Yeah. It yeah. Put
1: the, they put all my loves in one movie. You put Van Halen and the coach of the Buffalo Bills in the same movie? Are you, like, are you telling me? Like, are you serious? So it's like it's such a good movie, and there's so many Van Halen. Rap- there are posters on his wall that I had on my wall. Like, yeah, yeah. Um. So then, so then you go. So every Adam Sandler movie is there. You know the the influence in pop culture. The Michael Jackson story. Everybody knows the story. He, two takes, one take, they took the first take, he rearranged the song, yep. he didn't. Even, wasn't even credited. My Thriller album does have the credits, so my Thriller album is not a first pressing, it's a second pressing. Of course. Because yep. it does say, uh, to Edward Van Halen and Valerie Bertinelli, uh, also gets a credit, um, or a thank you. Um, you know, that Thriller, that beat it guitar solo, was the guitar solo of the decade. And, oh, uh, man. As voted by a guitar player, and it is just like imagine that he just walks in. That's that's the best selling album of all time. Yes,
0: and of all time, and they could and not make they could not make
1: number one because of that
0: album. Because, because of, yeah, so and Billy Jean was the first single. Yes, it did not do until Beat It came out, and it it grabbed everybody. Right, well, Beat It, it had, had a purpose. The rock fans.
1: Beat It had a purpose. The purpose of Beat It was, okay, so crossover. they wanted to cross over to mainstream rock. And because back then, um, okay, so Michael Jackson, uh, off the wall, swept all the R&B awards at the Grammys the year it was there. But he couldn't understand why it wasn't winning pop awards for pop. And black artists weren't considered pop stars back then. But Michael Jackson. Wanted no, to they sh-
0: couldn't even get on. They couldn't even get on rock radio either.
1: No, they couldn't so, get on
0: MTV exactly until until Thriller. So
1: Thriller was made for specific reasons and was very strategic. They wanted a rock song, they wanted pop songs, and they wanted. Uh, they also wanted R&B. to do R and B. So you have songs like Human Nature that are fucking great R and B. You have you know um, you have a, a funky. Uh, pyt, but then you have your pop, uh, pop song.
0: Coco, Coco, eh?
1: Well, no, like a pop <laughs> song would be like uh, the girl is mine. Oh, no, pretty say, young say, things, man. Oh, pretty is this young not a wrestling things. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but I'm just saying, like, you know, but there was a specific reason why they got Eddie Van Halen, and the, and Beat it exploded and exploded that album. And then Thriller, yep. the video for Thriller was a, a game changer as well. So, oh, you know, sure. you look back at, at uh, Beat It and, you know, and then you look at the times when Eddie joined Michael on stage, like in Texas and I think San Diego as well, because uh, the 84 and Michael Jackson tours would cross over in certain towns. Yep. And uh, th- any time that happened, they, they would Michael Jackson would have a helicopter for Eddie to get in the helicopter and fly to the the show, so they close on beat it
0: like and, and do and do, and do all that high fast stuff he does. Yeah, he loves that. I know because he like <laughs> he, he, he jumps around on his
1: tiptoes like <laughs> <"Honey."> so. <it's,
0: laughs> I love the high fast stuff you
1: do. I <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know, it's so great. I love the high fast stuff he does as well. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> so then you know they, of course. Um, one of my favorite tapes, I think I might have got this from you, was the Van Halen bootleg tape of the show in uh, South America. Uh, I do believe. Oh,
0: just the audio. Yeah,
1: just the audio. Yeah,
0: that was from me. When, when raw fucking said on the sound man. Y- yeah, Roy. Yeah, during Running <laughs> with the Devil. <laughs> the, the, amp, the amp was buzzing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then there's also the part where he plays that song, uh, Argentina. Where he's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Argentina. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah. where he's talking Spanish the whole time, and you're like, this is awesome. Like, so that was like, I think it was San Caras from uh, the 19. the Well, I know it's San Caras because I have it on video now on DVD, but um, that is such a great concert, and that, that tape, just that live bootleg of that roth era tape like i played so much me Uh, too and
0: it was a great sounder when when i got it made a copy for you by the time man i was done with it it was just hissing oh yeah
1: yeah exactly
0: uh yeah so that was like
1: you know and like um yeah so like out of all the albums like the van Halen two was like van Halen one is a perfect album uh, Freaks and Geeks again, another show that you brought up, like 100%. So much Van Halen and Freaks and Geeks again, uh, yep. you know. Um, and just, I just, ah uh, oh man. I just is, I just came, you know, I really hope Wolfgang is going to take Van Halen and take it up a notch and do something great. I think he'll do great things,
0: uh, you know. I just want him. So you, you talk about the effect that just Eddie had. Just what about? Uh, the paint job of a guitar, yeah. Everybody knows that paint job. It doesn't matter if that's on anything. Everybody knows what that is. We've. I want Wolf to have to have two guitars with that paint job on it. Yeah, exactly. Like we'll I don't the, care if it's the we'll, Bumblebee. I don't care if it's the Frankenstrat. I just want that.
1: Well, look at. You know I'm pretty name? sure that EVH will go forward. It's a brand, um, you know, and uh, people will. And I think Wolfgang will play a part in that. And I think that, yeah. that it, you know, the EVH brand. Because, like, those last tours, you go watch a concert. Everything on stage is a commercial. The guitar Eddie's playing, yeah. you can buy that. You see that bass what he's playing, you can buy that. You see those amps they're playing through, you can buy them. You see the shoes he's wearing, you can buy those. You know, like, and- I heard
0: one of my favorite quotes I've heard over the last couple of days is uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax. And he, he met Eddie and he goes, listen. I stop playing an amp with my name on it and play the amp with your name on it. So it's quality too, right? Oh yeah. So you know so what? he left. He won't, he won't play his signature amp. If he plays a fifty-one fifty. Like that's that's unheard of.
1: Well, dude, like you again. You look at uh, Jack White, who is also a guy who who works his guitars and rebuilds his guitars, very much like Eddie Van Halen. But I don't know if you yep. saw his panel from the show the other night. But you could see he had some EVH pedals, the yellow ones, on on his uh, on his uh, you know on the paddle board on, down below. Yeah. So you know it's just like EVH the 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 head like the headstock the 5150 headstock or now the EVH headstock, and you know is was a game changer apparently. Uh, the pedals were game changers. Like he is he's probably the most influential. Like I'm like he's the new Les Paul. Like there's a reason why Les Paul loved Eddie Van Halen so much.
0: That's yeah, funny. I just watched. Uh, I just watched that, that uh, the Les Paul tribute. I watched uh, a bunch of the concert yeah. when he was up with Eddie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. He said that. If you ever want to uh, see, you know what? Les Paul said that. So yeah.
1: <laughs> and if and if you want to see something funny where Eddie's really funny and he's not great, um, type in "Sounds of Silence" where they ask, so. Paul, so uh, Sammy talks about in his book how he brought Eddie to the Neil Young show, and uh, Paul Simon and and uh, Garfunkel were reuniting, and they're going to play "Sounds of Silence." So the I've Ash- seen
0: I've seen them I've seen them on Sound of Silence." Oh, I've it's horrible! me and Raven
1: just he doesn't know he doesn't just, know the, just the just song. Watched it. He doesn't know the like. Sammy's like he didn't. He didn't know the song sound like, like Eddie. He just started, and he just started doodling during sounds of silence. I'm like, what are you doing? It's it's so. Fucking he and Raven funny.
0: just watch that clip.
1: Yeah, because he's oblivious <laughs> to how the song goes. He's oblivious to the how this how iconic the sound is, and he's just playing over it. And it's and then later they sort of tell him to leave, and he's still playing as the song's fucking <laughs> ending. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, but he got a huge
0: pop he got a
1: huge pop oh it's yeah mouth, yeah here let's the sounds of silence let's bring out the loudest guitar player we can and see time what he's gonna, and, and see time. what he's going to do oh by the way he doesn't know about our song at all He thought garfunkel was a caterer
0: it's just
1: fucking dive bombing the
0: top. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, yes, we did. We just watched that clip, man. So
1: many. That's the great thing about YouTube is there are know, so I many, don't many great clips. Like I've been doing that on well interviews, the news, right? Oh, how much? Like how bad? And we've we've always talked about an hour. I thought, for okay, is this is this bad? So I'm I'm turning forty seven this year. But my yep. 50th is coming up. But I kind of want to just switch my 51 and 50 backwards <laughs> just so I could turn 50 and hit 51. And I want to do 51 <laughs> before I do 50. So I'm going to go 49, uh, 51, 50, 52. So those two years are going to be two years of Van Halen esque. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be. It's just going to be
0: fantastic. Um, yeah, well. Count me in, (laughs) and then we can do it with mine, too. Yeah, why not? Four years, four years. Four years of 5150. (laughs) There you go. 5150!
1: (laughs) Uh, Every Van Van Halen fan's bank codes, they alternate three of them. 1984,
0: 5150, and 0812. I, I know. Mind it's in. so sad, all your passwords. <laughs> we know them. I got to change it now. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: VH11. What does that mean? <laughs> They're all just different yeah. versions of fucking Van Halen. Oh, my I know. God. Jeepers. I'm not, like, that's how people know us. It. Like, like I remember before Eddie Van Halen was making shoes with the stripes, I would buy Red, Con- Red Converse, and I would paint <laughs> stripes on my shoes um yep. steve Vai, i think had the best thing that made me cry and to, for this to come from steve Vai, the guy who had to replace eddie in yep. the daily ross band he put a pair of the fucking van halen shoes the high tops yep. and then it said these shoes will never be filled
0: Yep, and I, I, I showed Raven that too, and, and she just like, "Oh, that's nice." I said, "Look who, look who put it up." She's ex- like, "Oh,
1: it's exactly." It's like, "Look <laughs> who put it up." The guy that's playing, yeah, he's rolling, eat him, and smile band. You know, like yep. he and and you would, you know, and when you listen to the Van Halen songs that Roth did, they always did them way, 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 way faster, um, like way faster. So, yep, uh, but I, uh, you know, I just thought that was something really nice that uh, classy he said classy as, um, and classy, classy, classy as hell because you know what Dave said was like mm, yeah okay what a strange what a long great trip it's been but it's yep. like you know I you see Sammy and he's fucking dope like and that's another thing too is like I just I remember saying to someone on the phone I know this sounds stupid, but I just really hope Sammy got a chance to patch it patch it up with him.
0: Yeah. Yes, and then we found out he did and that's fucking
1: Well, that's what Sammy says, but we don't know. Could be Hulk Hogan like Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man. It has Yeah, to... but if he said that
0: it didn't <laughs> happen, you know Wolfgang would be in like uh
1: Well, I think you see the love on Wolfgang's Instagram, like with Sammy Hager. It's like he's like Thanks, brother. I think you know Yeah, they've been
0: they you all love. They both. They both kick ass and stuff like that. So
1: I've. I want to meet Wolfgang. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of times I daydream things, and uh, <laughs> so this is. So I texted my buddy the other night with this crazy, crazy idea. Now my buddy uh, is. Uh, he has a podcast called Dads underneath yep. the Conan O'Brien uh, umbrella. And yep. uh, it's hosted by my friend, Rory Scovel. And uh, yes. uh, now Rory Scovel is a huge Tool fan. And um, he, uh, well, I kind of think he, he, did, he says he didn't take it from me. But I did tell him I booked my tours after Van Halen. And I asked him when he went and saw Tool in Cincinnati, he had a show in Cincinnati. I said, are you uh-huh. booking, are you booking your Tool shows to correspond with your tour dates? And then he said he found another guy who liked Tool. And they thought of this idea together, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure I said it. But anyways, whatever. So they started following Tool, everywhere they went, and then Tool endorsed the tour, their tour, and then they were backstage at several. Then they got they got to go to every Tool show they wanted to to go for free. They had they had tour passes for everything, so like all access. So okay, so yeah. Anyways, um. So anyways, my buddy Rory, who has a podcast called Dads, he you know he, I was like, dude you have to get wolfgang on your show because he his dad is iconic and you know in and also he's going to be yeah he's going to be releasing yeah, yeah. but not only that my friend rory oh, is- also had yep. a father that passed away recently so i said you guys both love tool and you both have fathers that have passed away recently and i think you can really make a connection and he's going to be looking for press when, when he goes out uh, with the new album coming out and you have cars behind you booking. So I was like, you need to get Wolfgang on your show. And then, instead of next time me <laughs> making you drive me to Pasadena to see Eddie's first house, you can take me to 51 to 50 Studios <laughs> and I can be Wolfgang Van Halen. It was so,
0: beautiful up to the last point, to the last part. And then it's like, fucking, And then my agenda comes in. No, yeah. It,
1: well, of course. <laughs> this is all about me eating Wolfgang because I have to tell him that I'm sorry, but I have to tell him that I also believe in him and I have to tell him that I know things will be okay. So <laughs> like so when uh, I met Eddie Van Halen um we put our arms together cuz we had both Van Halen tattoos. Yeah. And he said, uh, shit man, your tattoo is better than mine." And I said, "Yeah, but your tattoo is on your arm." <laughs> yeah, and I know. so so when Annie Van Hillen died, Boomer Phillips <laughs> Boomer Phillips message okay, two things happened. Two Boomer Phillips had the two best jokes. So the day Michael okay. the day Michael Jackson died, I also love Michael Jackson. Uh, I yeah. always love Michael Jackson. I don't buy into the shit. I don't buy into it. I have my reasons and I'll argue anybody anytime. So, with that said, Michael Jackson, the day of his death, there was also a garbage strike in Toronto and somebody took the garbage that was at the side of our house, and they threw it all in my parking spot in the back, and I thought it was my landlord for some reason. So when I came yeah. home, I was upset about Michael Jackson passing, and then I saw all the garbage, so I went and I yelled at my landlady and for no reason, but it was all just because I was upset about Michael Jackson. So And I projected <laughs> everything on her, and I yelled at an old, a senior citizen, about garbage. Don't you ever put garbage in? My-? It's her spot. She can do whatever she wants. And she didn't put the garbage there anyways. Somebody just dumped it. So, Is that
0: when you live with Boomer?
1: Yeah, yeah. When I live with Boomer. So the first thing and he then- said, he said, uh, so the first thing he sends after Eddie Vanion dies, he goes, well, Monique's lucky there isn't a garbage strike this year. <laughs> because I would have fucking snapped and gave her shit. And then, and then he said, hey. I bet you now you're happy that your tattoo is on your arm, or he goes. He goes no. He goes now. I bet you your arm looks better. <laughs> That's implying that his arm's either underground. Yes. Or, yeah. Guess. Yeah. So yeah, uh, those are yeah. two funny jokes that True. made me laugh no. in a time of <laughs> sadness. But uh, this has been this has been refreshing talking about Van Helsing for an hour. I could talk about him for another hour. Uh, I know. I feel like. We were gonna. I thought we were gonna make some lists in our head, of like your top, like what are your t- okay? Give me your top three Roth and your <laughs> top. Give me the top three of, of Roth and your top three um, uh, of, of Dave and uh, two of of, of Gary.
0: Um, You're like
1: that's too many okay. for Gary. Uh, how about that wondering? is too many for Gary? Okay, so one. For I'll Gary. do top
0: three Roth right now.
1: Okay, three Roth. Top th-
0: three Roth. My, my top three, Roth, Unchained. Okay. Uh, in a simple rhyme, lost Control.
1: Okay, for Roth, for me, uh, Unchained, uh, I'm the One, and Full Bug.
0: Fuck, awesome. Putting some Diver
1: Down in. Good job. Oh, I, I I tell you, when I saw that Toronto show, they played Full Bug. It's the, only yep. it, it's the only time I saw them play it live. And uh, I, I know they didn't have the harmonica, or maybe Dave did have a harmonica. I can't remember.
0: But it was fucking awesome. It was awesome, and I love the lyrics. Nah, uh, when they play the when they boogie, it the, the, the that's, that's that's what they, awesome. that's the difference between the that's Roth the, era that. and the
1: Sammy era is the, the Roth boogie, era the has boogie. the boogie, the back the yeah. backseat boogie, whereas Roth Ra- whereas Sammy Haga is more heart, love, love you know love songs and stuff like that. Like you can't dance to Sammy tunes the way you can dance. No, to No, not at all.
0: No, 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 not at all. No. Dave's more of a dancer than a singer anyway. That's, that's exactly what from. they
1: said. We got a fucking dancer as a lead singer. So, okay, so yep. so those are your Roth ones. Uh, Sammy ones, go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Do, do your... Wait, wait. Do your do your what? Sharon one, because we're not going to end on Carrie. We're going to end on Sammy. I, I, without you. Without there, you? That's my Sharon one. Okay, my um <laughs> Sharon one, I would say... Uh, uh, probably maybe once. No, uh, I'm joking. Uh, without you, uh, once. <laughs> actually course, I, right? I do. I do love once. I think once is a fucking great song. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but without
0: you is the fucking is a Van Halen song. You had to pick one. It's do, 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 It has do, to do, be. Do.
1: So many ways that we can work it out. Like yeah, actually that's a great <laughs> song. And then especially live where they go into the Beatles. We can work it out. We can yeah. work it out, and then they and then they end on the Sinatra time. In, oh no, that's El Beatles too. Time is getting short. That's so El Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. They would do Sinatra on right now. He would sort of end with Sinatra, be like, "And I'm sitting on a rainbow, holding onto a string, you know, uh, watching the world go by." That's the Sinatra lyrics. So, anyways, um, so so you're Gary, and now you're three, Sammy. Go on.
0: Get up, summer night, human being. Ah, we're so close.
1: So for me, uh Summer Nights. Yep. Uh Humans Being and uh Oh shit. I guess I gotta say Pound Cake.
0: Because Pound Cake? Oh, you can't you can't go wrong with that.
1: Pound Cake is the first song I saw them do live and fucking the yeah. drill.
0: Ooh, yep.
1: Oh my god. I Isn't
0: watched it? I oh, well. watch right here, right now uh yes, two days ago.
1: Yeah, it's a few so,
0: beers, put it on. Everybody left. I had the house to myself. It's
1: almost too overproduced. I feel. It's
0: what I feel like. It's
1: almost too overproduced. Uh, the the right here, right now video. Well, you know now
0: you know that they went and it's almost none of it's live. But yeah, fuck, it's just the energy of the concert. Oh right?
1: no 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 exactly. Like I watched uh, the, I watched uh, the, so so there is. I watched uh the last Van Halen concert. I watched. Well, I watched live without a net, but then I also watched the fifty-one fifty tour for Montreal, and it's yep. it's the same show, except there's different hijinks, and it's just uh, so incredible just to see that show. And did you uh, say hijinks? Yeah, yeah, hijinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Great word. They were full of hijinks.
1: <laughs> fucking playing addicted to love before every song. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it's too great. It's too great. So so yeah. So those are my three songs: uh, human beings, uh, pound cake. And Summer Nights, again. That's fact,
0: pretty close.
1: It's it. We're pretty close. Uh, that's it, folks. Uh, look it. Without Van Halen, there you know we wouldn't have the Rock and Roll Express. We wouldn't have uh, so many things. We wouldn't have Chris Jericho's tights. Uh, <laughs> when Chris Jericho says, look at all the people here tonight, we wouldn't have that moment either. Uh, so many great <laughs> moments. So many great uh, Van Halen memories. And... Uh, uh, you know, thank you for for listening today. If you're listening, and if you've listened this long, uh, this is a good way of us morning, and uh, yeah, and we'll be back next week with uh, a whole bunch of wrestle talk. So, uh, Sean, where can we find you online?
0: Um, uh, I'm not plugging anything, man. Stay no. off my Facebook, people.
1: There we go. Stay no, off I'm my sure. Facebook, <laughs> people. Stay off my Facebook, people. <laughs> <dot com. laughs> So, <laughs> awesome. Uh, for Sean LeBron, I'm Casey Corbin. Thanks for letting us put a headlock in your ears uh, for Never Sleeps Network, Stock and Wrestling. We'll talk at you next week. Adios.